Hey, what's up, you guys? It's John, and I know I have not been active on this podcast for, like, maybe since December 8th, and it's now, like, January, and now we're going to February. Um, I do want to apologize for that. I feel like, obviously, uh, I haven't really been as consistent as I want to be. Um, to be honest, when I want to be consistent, it, something, something just happens in between of me trying to be on, like, a very... Um, ongoing schedule that just never changes it's usually because i'm either sick which i was i was sick for the past two weeks and a half with covid and also i was having technical difficulties with like uploading of episode and all that stuff and i was having trouble doing that because my microphone i mean my microphone's fine like it's working functionally but like trying to upload an episode through my computer from my phone is a little bit difficult and it's not allowing me to do it i can't find like any other recordings I've done. So like that's like pissed me off. So I've been struggling with that, but I do have a microphone. I do use it sometimes, but sometimes, oftentimes, it's just that recording that I did with my, my microphone just ends up being lost or something. But um, <clears throat> but I've been sick for the past two weeks and a half. This is a little update. Um, and that's why mainly because I haven't really been active as much is because I've been very sick. Um, and... Uh, what else? Oh, I had a very, like, very, had a very, like, uh, dramatic scare. I have this thing. This is TMI, by the way. I have this, like, thing in my gum that's, like, really scary. And I don't know what it is. Like, I seriously don't know what it is. It's, like, something, it looks like a, I don't know, it looks like someone, like, slit my gum. I don't know what it is. It looked like a canker sore, but I was like, this is no canker sore. This is something different. I've never seen this before. And I don't know what it is, but I got really scared because I haven't seen this before. And before I found out that I had this thing in my gum, I was always having like this sort of like pain, not like in like extreme pain, but like this pain of like every time I, I would like eat food on the left side of my mouth, um, it would hurt a little bit. And I was like, why is why? 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 And then come to think of it, I have like this little sore thing in the back of my gum that's preventing me to like eat the best food. So I don't know what it is, but right now it's healing, which is good because it doesn't look like it's getting worse. It looks like it's healing. So that's pretty good. Um, but also I had to do a little quick Google search, you know, be like, you know, what I need to do to like get rid of this, what I need to eat um, and what foods I need to stay away from and drinks, whatever. And the one thing that they said to stay away from is coffee. Because coffee is acidic, acidic or whatever. Listen, when I found that out, I was literally having a mental breakdown. Okay, like, no, I'm kidding. But I was really sad, obviously. Like, coffee is, like, my, my main bitch, you know? Like, it's, like, my main thing. You know, I use coffee every day. Like, I literally drink coffee almost every day. Not, like, a lot of coffee per day, but just, like, one coffee per day but honestly with that I don't want to have that to be like the reason why I quit coffee I want to quit coffee on my own like I drink a lot of caffeine like a lot of caffeine and I never stopped like I mean there might have been like a couple breaks then and there but like overall there hasn't been like any traumatic like breaks where I like stopped drinking coffee for like maybe like a month. Like it, it never happened like that. I would drink coffee after I had like a two week break. So I'm trying to cut back on my caffeine 
because it's a lot of caffeine I'm drinking, like, not gonna lie. Like, sometimes I drink, like, at least, like, one of those big-ass mason jars, like, of coffee. So, like, I'm trying to, like, cut back from, like, not drinking that much caffeine and try to drink something that's a little bit more, you know, healthier, which is matcha. I've, obviously, I also like matcha. It's a good thing I like matcha, because if I didn't like matcha, then I, I don't even know what else I would be able to drink. So, I mean, I could drink chai, but, like, co- like matcha and coffee are, like, my, my faves. Chai, on the other hand, I don't really find chai to be, like, my thing, to be honest. Like, I don't really find it to be, like, something that I would drink almost every day. Um, I think the first time I tried chai was, like, the worst experience. I tried it at Dunkin' Donuts, which, if you guys don't know about Dunkin' Donuts, you know, it's not really my favorite. But, like, I used to go there for, like, emergencies only because I was either not near, like, a really good coffee shop. I was like, you know what? I gotta go Dunkin'. So I went to Dunkin'. Um, but their chai is, like, not the best. You know, it's not as, like, sweet as you would want to imagine chai to taste like, which is, like, the sweet, nutty, and creamy flavor. It was really, like, watery, to be honest. Like, watery milk. No shade, but, like, maybe just a little bit shade. But, yeah, not my favorite. But if I try, and then I tried chai at Starbucks, and, oh, my gosh, they did it right. <laughs> like, they did it, they actually did it remotely right, and I actually liked it. Um... Yeah, I liked it, so it was good. Um, but yeah, chai is not like my favorite thing on, on in the entire world, so I don't think I would be drinking chai every single day of my life. But matcha, on the other hand, I would definitely drink matcha. But um, I really am gonna miss coffee for a little bit. Like I'm gonna take like a massive break. Like I'm gonna like actually like work on it and not drink as much cough caffeine as I you know always drink, and I'm gonna try to like drink matcha because I like matcha and it's good. So. But you have to, like, get the the best matcha. And plus, matcha powders are, like, extremely expensive. Like, there's, like, some of them that cost, like, 20 bucks, which is not as bad. But there's some that, like, cost, like, 40 bucks, even, um, even 7 bucks. Like, it's, like, it's remotely a little bit expensive. But um, I'm going to get the matcha that I always get, which is, like, this Tazo... It's called Tazo Matcha Green Latte or something like that. And I always get it all the time because it's that's it's pretty good. Um on its own, and it's not that good. But once you mix it with like milk and honey and like sweetener and all that stuff, then it's really good. Um, but like on its own, it's like a little bit not that bad. Not that bad. I mean, it's actually bad, but once you mix all those ingredients, it's like really good. Anyways, um enough talking about that stuff because like none of y'all want to hear that but today's episode is going to be toxic friendships part two because i have discussed this before and i feel like i didn't really discuss it well before i feel like i was like going all over all over the place Jeez, i need to take a sip of water because i don't sound good anyways hold on And um, I talked about it before, and I just went all over the place, and I just, like, didn't like how I was explaining it. Like, I felt like it was just so, like, out of place, and, like, I don't know what it is. It just didn't sound authentic, and it sounded, like, genuine, to be honest. Like, it just sounded like I was just hoping that I would find people that would relate to what I'm saying, and in the end, I don't think I did, to be honest, because I was just going, like I said, all over the place. I, did, I just didn't explain it well. Um, but I'm here now. I'm going to talk about it again because talk about it again. And I feel like I've dealt with more toxic 
friendship experiences after I have talked about that before. Um, do I know my shit still? No, probably not. But I'm here to discuss it again because um, I feel like it's long overdue. Um, so, yeah, let's get into it. Um, so, toxicity, um, let's get into that, has to be, like, the one thing that can ruin your life in a very negative way. And you will meet people who will fit into that category, you know, a lot of the time. But, you know, obviously that's just a part of growing up, you know. And I have dealt with people who have always had a very strong desire to be right at all times and always uh, sort of challenge. Hey! My dog's eating something. Hold on. Lexi! What are you eating? Girl, what are you eating? Oh my gosh. She's kind of scared me. Um, I have dealt with people who have always, you know, had like that strong desire to be right all the time. And always, like, you know, challenge my every word I say to the point of me, like, feeling, like, um, exhausted or, like, overwhelmed or drained in a sense. And I... I never, like, once realized that, like, ever. I would think that I was the problem and I was causing the problems to, like, rupture in the friendship. And it was always me and never that one specific person or group of people. And it's like, you know, they wanted to, like, outsmart me so bad to where they can be on the top of, like, the manipulation chain and, you know, think that they have, like, this higher power over me and shit. And I always, like, sometimes I always have trouble maintaining great communication skills and trying to be like more vocal with a friend about how I'm feeling about the friendship and sometimes like on the receiving end of it that person would like rather like shift the blame onto me gaslight me and make everything my fault to where they think that they've like won like the argument argument or they like won the battle in a sense like I've been in the place where I was constantly having negative communication and having nonstop aggression um, being brought into arguments with a friend. But I was I was somehow still putting up with it and hoping and thinking to myself, like, you know, it will get better. Like, we can work on it and it will be fine and the friendship will, like, continue to be stronger. And that sort of, like, greatness would, like, last for, like, a short amount of time. And then it's, like, right back to the same cycle. And I never really sat down and thought why I keep putting up with this. And it's because I didn't want to be alone. And this person is somebody that I clicked with, I vibed out with, and I could be myself around them at all times. I mean, all the time. And I was so, you know, driven to that fact, if I lose this person, I will never find someone else like them ever again. And, you know, later on when the friendship or those friendships ended, I was sort of like, you know, relieved. And I was more like freed than being isolated. Um, because being in friendships that can suffocate you and put you in this dark spot, you kind of feel like you have no no escape, in a sense. You have no way of trying to escape 
that toxic environment that these people bring you. And it's hard to try to like escape and try to run away and try to find yourself and try to find peace. And it's hard sometimes. And obviously with me, it's like usually I try, I always try to make things work. I don't make things work all the time. I, I try because I don't want to sit back one day feeling regret and always guilt tripping myself on what I could have done. And sometimes, you know, things just remain to be broken. It's a sting to the heart, okay? But it's remotely true sometimes. Um, And there's like just no way of fixing a broken problem. To be brutally honest, you know, cutting off individuals that just bring nothing but toxicity and exhaustion and anxiety into your life feels really, really great. And eventually there will come a time where I can, I will finally be at a better place and to finally surround myself with a great group of friends who can, who can trust me and I can trust them where I can be myself and just have fun. And it's a learning process and experience to go through. But I think in the end, it will definitely teach me some valuable lessons and you shouldn't have to ever deal with people who construct themselves into not believing their own toxic behavior that they endorse onto you. It's a waste of time and it just brings more stress and more chaos into your life. And there have been plenty of times where I could have stopped, like I I could have stopped the toxicity from getting worse. But sometimes it's hard to leave that toxic environment that I've surrounded myself with. And it was usually hard to get out of that whole trance of trying to fix it. But I realize that the only true way of fixing it is speaking up and doing something about it and eventually cut ties with this person. If the, under, if the other individual, you know, isn't really supportive, isn't really helpful, isn't really present, or isn't really like being a friend to you as much as you are doing it for them, then what's the sole purpose to continue the friendship going forward? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard to let people go. Okay, it's okay to let people go. It's okay to move on and grow and it's okay to not be okay. Seriously, I have made, listen, not to like make myself be peachy clean to be like a goody two shoes, but I have made countless mistakes in friendships all the time, okay? Usually those mistakes I wouldn't get past, like I, mainly because I, I didn't, I wasn't like forgiving myself like for those mistakes. And I was, I always kept replaying them over and over again in my head just so that I could tell myself like, yeah, John, like you are, you are not perfect either. Like I seriously had an issue with that constantly with, like I, I had an issue with constantly that self-talk, like sort of got that sort I'm glitching. That self-talk got me through those tough bridges I needed to burn in the span of like three years. You know, having this understanding of being a perfect human being is obviously completely unattainable and completely useless. You know, at least in my opinion, I feel like I'm not perfect because I don't thrive to be perfect. Building a perfection facade over the course of your life is just going to ruin you in the most intense and harmful ways possible. And I think no one should ever have to reach that limit in their lifetime but there are also 
other things that I would also want, which is to be remembered as someone who gave love and kindness and self-awareness and respect and compassion because who doesn't want to be known that way once they're gone, you know? But yet again, it's always a conflicted conflict because I would rather be known as a human being who was just doing their best at life. Um, But anyways, enough babbling. In retrospect, there were moments that were completely unexpected and completely unforgettable and really disheartening when it came to people who were degrading my ability to be me. But those are just the kinds of people that you would not want to be near. You you want to stay away from them. You know, being surrounded in the presence of love, gratitude, and comfort, and peace from people makes you feel good and, and lifts up your spirituality from rising above. Um, but like I said, in retrospect, I don't deal with people like that anymore. I don't. Um, I Those past experiences, I let go. I'm not going and holding back onto myself on what I could have done in those friendships. It's sad, to be honest, to... Uh, it's sad. It's sad to like really live, really relive, relive those memories that you had um, with those friends um, in your head sometimes because it's just like, damn, I really wish everything went a whole different route and it actually didn't end how it ended. Like I, I have had those thoughts all the time where I'm just like, damn, I really miss these people. I really miss the good times that we had. I really miss you know having those fun memories and creating those memories and. Just having a having the best time of our lives, and then something happens, and then we just go our separate ways, and we try to like move on, and we try to grow, and we try to you know find ourselves, and you know it's it's sad, it's definitely sad that those people will be exiting your life. But I feel like I think we shouldn't all have to look at it as a bad thing. I feel like we should look at it as a good thing. I mean, sometimes people come and go, and it's you know I feel like. That's just a part of life, obviously. It's it's a it's a part of the the life experience. You know, people will come into your life, life, and then they will just go. And it's sad to put it that way, but it is remotely true. Um, but like, I'm not gonna sit here and be embarrassed that I do think about those times that I've had with these friends that I miss, because I I will say it. I do miss those moments. I do. I truly do. And it's not like I'm saying that as a bad thing or as an embarrassing thing to say like it's not it's 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 not but i do sometimes and i i don't want to f- make myself feel bad or worse to feel that way because those friendships put me into a very like difficult spot but i do miss those times a lot but to be honest it's it happened you know it's something that i can't change i don't have like the ability to change whatever had happened it happened and it's you know it's over and done with and it's just how it goes but um i don't know but sorry i i hope i didn't sound like horrible this entire episode because i'm still recovering from being sick and i still sound like a little bit stuffy so i do apologize but um i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode i know it was like long overdue um but i will see you guys next friday um and yeah okay peace out peace and love okay bye